0: Good morning. morning. Would you please remain standing for the reading of God's Word this morning as we get started. It comes from John chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed Him because they had saw the miracles that He had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he turned and said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for all these people to eat? And he asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread just for each person, to have one bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here's a boy who has five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. And there was plenty of grass in that place and they sat down, about 5,000 men were there, not including their families. And they... Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. And he did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. You may be seated. We pray with me, please. Lord, we thank you this morning for this opportunity just to be here in your house, to worship you. We thank you for all the people that have came out this morning. Lord, we thank you that you are a God of miracles, that you not just perform miracles back in biblical days, but you perform them right now, today, here in this world right now, and you will continue to do so in the future. We know that you're the, you're the same in the past, the present, and the future, Lord. Please open our hearts this morning to your word, and may the words that I speak this morning be your words. Help us to open our minds to the miracles that you perform every day. We pray this in the name of the blessed, your blessed Son, Jesus. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody. It's really good to be back here this morning after missing mission last week. I don't know, it seems like when you miss a week of church, and I know life just goes on, but you just miss out on so much, and it makes the next week so much longer, and Gerald, I'm really glad to see you and LaDonna back this morning. I know it's been tough on y'all, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to pick on you a little bit this morning, <laughs> so uh, uh, I've got a lot to talk about this morning, and i made me some notes here, and I may overlook something. I may have to jump back and forth a little bit, but y'all please just, just bear with me. Uh, what is a miracle? A miracle is something that happens that is beyond our control. After we have done everything we can do for someone or some situation, we finally admit it's beyond our control, turn things over to Jesus not like he's not in control already anyway but we have to admit that he is in charge and once we do that we just step back hand it over to god and just see what he can do i uh i'm glad everybody's here this morning i can look around this church and i don't want to omit anybody but i can see at least four miracles sitting here this morning start off with mark What you've been through is amazing. Kevin over here, you know, when I went and saw him up in Lubbock, when he first got there, he was laying there in that bed, and I'm telling you all, it was not good, and it was not pretty, was it, Holly? We didn't know if he was going to make it or not. And everybody in this church, in our community, all his friends, everybody hit their knees. We all started praying for him. And... He had a pretty bumpy road there for a little while. It's up and down, up and down, one setback after another. But uh, look at him now. Serve communion this morning. Thank you, brother, for that. We are praise the Lord for that miracle. I look back here at Gerald. It's a miracle that he's here. I mean, we lost him twice just a few months back, and I guess the good Lord just knocked through with you, Gerald. I, uh, Gerald was laying up here in the hospital in Wichita Falls and waiting he was in bad shape and waiting on a room in Fort Worth to get in the hospital down there in in Dallas and the elders from his church went down to to Wichita Falls and saw him we prayed over him and you know within an hour he was out of there on his way to Fort Worth for his treatment I mean prayer really works. And here's the biggest miracle right here, Tana. I hope I can hold this together. Uh, Tana wasn't much bigger than Clyde is now. And she was in Children's Hospital in Fort Worth. I believe that's where she was. And the doctors had done everything humanly possible to save her life. She was she was going down just a little bit at a time. They had done everything they could. And the men, the elders from this church, and I was not an elder yet, I was just a uh, uh, deacon, but the elders from this church drove to Fort Worth, they circled her bed, they prayed over her, Turned it over to God and asked for his help. And within a matter of hours, a donor became available. And look at her now. Got a baby of her own. Husband. God is so great. So good. He performs miracles every single day in our lives. I saw miracles this week with Mary's family. I'll save that for another time. But there were a lot of things that happened that normally wouldn't have happened. I mean, it was very moving to just witness the way families work together. Uh, I was reading about this, and uh, this is really kind of the truth. We, we tend to put our lives in boxes. You know, I got a box over here. I got my work in there, my my job. I got this box over here for the farm where I take care of my cows and go do this. And I got my box over here for church. I can be sure and take care of it on Sunday morning. And I got this other box where I go to school. I got a box for family time. uh, Spend with my family and what have you. And that's kind of how we live our lives. And I'm thinking we just need to Get rid of these boxes and put it all together. Live our lives uh, day by day, minute by minute, and always stay focused on the Lord for, for our needs. Uh, you know, God is in the miracle business. Jesus is. It's what he does best. There's, I don't know how many miracles are in the New Testament. He performed a lot of them. But this one here is the only one besides the resurrection that is in all four Gospels where he fed the 5,000. And there's two or three lessons in that that we can learn. First of all, God can take just a little bit from us. If we just give him a little bit, he can turn that into so much. I mean, he fed probably 15,000, 20,000 people, counting the wives and children, possibly more, with two small fish and five little barley cakes about the size of a biscuit. Now, can you imagine uh, what a miracle that was? We sometimes get kind of wrapped up in what we think that we can do for ourselves try to take care of our situations, our problems, and we forget what Jesus can do if we turn it over to Him. There is no limit. There's no limit. I'm kind of reminded, working on this, I was kind of reminded about that song they, they sang in Vacation Bible School, you know, my God is so strong, so mighty. There's nothing that He can't do. And that's Him. I mean, really, that's just exactly... Our God is so strong and so mighty, there's nothing. He can move mountains. He heals the, blind, the sick, causes the blind to see, uh, the lame to walk. These were just minor miracles. I mean, he did dozens and hundreds of them, I'm sure. It's uh, Well, we, in our today's society, we just tend to think that, well, oh, I can fix this. You know, I can do this. But we, all of us in here, I'm sure, have something going on in our lives that uh, we're working on, trying to do it ourselves, trying to fix it. And us men are probably the worst. I'll say that. Uh, We kind of tend to like to feel like we're in charge, but we're really not. And... If you have something in your life that that you can't handle, turn it over to Jesus. You know, Jesus is... He wants to change this from a me problem, the problem that I have, to a we problem. Mary, would you click this slide? This is what he said to Andrew at the start. Where shall we buy the bread? He didn't say, Andrew, go buy some bread for all these people. He didn't leave him to worry with doing that on his own. Jesus said, we. And that's what we need to learn, to include Jesus in everything that we do, that we get on our knees. Uh, Jesus is in the business of making... Not enough into more than enough. Every single time, if we turn it to Him, you know, if you got a lot of bills over here, you got to pay this month, you got a little little bit of money, go to the Lord, talk to Him. Usually, almost always, something will happen. This church has been operating like that for years and years. We step out, we get a project going or something like that. We don't have the money, but you know what? God always comes through for us. He makes it happen. like y'all have been out of work for several months since October. God's made it happen for you. Uh, We need to learn, first of all, to make it a we problem instead of a me problem because God, there's nothing that He can't do that He can't handle he already knows what's going on in your life without you asking Him. You know, Jesus performed a lot of His miracles. And this one here. You think He couldn't have just took the, some rocks laying out here on this mountainside and said, turn it all into bread and everybody could have had plenty? Sure, He could have. He could have put a dinner plate in front of everyone. I mean, that's what He wanted to do. But He instead... Took what they had and made it work. Uh, when he healed the blind man, you know, they say, the Bible says he knelt down, spit in some dirt, made some mud, put it on his eyes, and told him to go wash in the springs over there in, the, uh, in Siloam. And when he did, his sight was restored. Well, he could have just said, boom. Your sights are stored. But he didn't do that. He used the blind man to demonstrate and to get his faith. God wants our faith in our problems. We, we It's so hard to turn loose and just let go and let God. I did a sermon one time a long time ago about trust and obey. And That's right, isn't it, Dorothy? And it's really a hard thing to do, to trust the Lord with, especially problems like we have just had this week with Mary's mom being sick, passing away. It's hard to turn loose whenever you want to be in control yourself. You feel like you're in control, but there are so many things that were not, in control of we're not intended to be in control of that's why Jesus is there for us we just have to learn to turn to him Uh, there's no secret formula for it it's just a a simple something that you're going to have to train yourselves to do I'm sure all of you do it some but we need to do it more God is there to carry the load for us he wants to turn your me problem into a we problem. He wants to help you solve it. And if anyone here this morning would like to come forward for prayer, if you need prayer, uh, if you got something going on in your life that we can help you with, we invite you to come forward this morning during our invitation, and maybe we can help you turn your me problem into a we problem. And... Get Jesus involved in what's going on in your life.